It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. It's been like a full week since I've last seen you. I miss you, man. It's been a little bit, man. I've, I grew a beard. Yeah, I can. I th- think I head. could see it. You shaved your head. You kind of look like Professor X. Yeah, I did. I had a whole relationship and a breakup in the time you were gone. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, shit. Wow. Yeah. In Got that full now. week? Got a kid now. You Wow, that's um, a fast nine months. His name's Arturo. <laughs> Arturo, and I have to say it like that? Great kid. Yeah, that's, well, that's his name. I can't say Arturo? That's not his name. Arturo. Arturo. Okay. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll try to adopt that kind of accent. Um, I'm happy for you and Arturo. Thank you. You being a single father, uh, baddies out there, if, if you would be so kind, um, you can, uh, Venmo us at ICBTB podcast, uh, or hit us up on GoFundMe because Alex needs the money to, to support Arturo's Arturo, life. Arturo, shut up. We're doing a podcast. Arturo, shut Arturo. the fuck. Arturo. Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Right. He's back he's, in his cage. He's back. Oh, um, shit. Oh, Okay. Uh, no, is that too much? No, it, it's it's not enough. Arturo, get back in your cage. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Don't cage your kids. Don't cage your kids. Which brings us to an interesting point about, you know, the status of the kids in cages in America, right? Because they're illegal immigrants, which leads me to this, next this movie film. that we watch, guys. <laughs> this movie is crazy poignant for right now in this yeah. time. Uh, and also... What? Is our first viewer request or listener request. Yeah, we'd like to give a shout out to Megan McGarvey. Yeah, right for, uh, at the top for pointing us out. Um, I've seen Coneheads before. This is a great movie, but I same. did not even think about doing it for this I podcast. saw it as a kid and I didn't put two and two together about like all the uh, all of the points that it, it was hitting at the time. Like, oh no, I just thought it was a silly movie about aliens. But if you watch this movie now, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Relatable it's, it's really to funny. today's it's politics, smart. dude. Um it is funny and smart. It's 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 high brow. It's high. It's yeah. high. It's high quality. It came out the year we were born, nineteen ninety three. Man, this movie ages it aged really well too. Like I didn't feel like I was watching a movie from the nineties. Oh, because uh, I felt like I was watching a movie from the eighties, dude. Oh. <laughs> the, the the special effects. Okay. Yeah, but it's like it's a uh, it's camp, bro. Well, uh, I want to jump right into it before you hit the nitty gritty. Hit me. Up until they solidify their lives in a nice suburban neighborhood. Uh-huh. I was freaking the fuck out for the first 20 minutes of from the film. From their heads? Yeah. No, not just from oh. their heads. From their Yeah, their heads, their teeth, their uh, uh. mannerisms. Yeah, the noises they would make. These big telephones that they would stick their heads Faces in. in I was freaking out. I loved out. it. I thought it was so funny. Dude. It was terrifying. Uh. There, I... I can't even count. I love my, I love them learning to be human. Th- like, that was that was a nice little game that they had throughout the entire film. All of them learning the mannerisms of uh, of being human and like missing it, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like getting it, but missing it. Which is which is like you know immigrants in America. Like sometimes yeah. they get American silly things, but like let's jump into it, guys. Coneheads came Coneheads. out in 1993. Mm-hmm. It's rated PG. Uh, has a runtime of 88 minutes. PG. <laughs> Correct, Mundo. Uh, it had a budget of three, three. That's thirty-three million dollars. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, it's, got it some, was it's got a lot of actors. A lot Every of every young upcoming comedian in the nineties who is now like the comedians now, like Adam Sandler, Ellen yep. DeGeneres had her premiere or uh, debut. Drew Carey had his premiere uh, movie premiere debut in this movie. Wow, um, really? Everyone who's big is in this movie. David a lot Spade, of SNL, yeah, cast alum, members. Yeah. Anyways, thirty-three million dollars to make. 
Jesus. Do you know what they got back? Um, 50 million. Wow. I was that dude. Every single time I try to guess the numbers, I never know if I'm right anymore. Cause like your wows have now turned into like either, Oh, you fucked that one up or, Oh, Christian, you're spot on. What is it, dude? You fucked that one up, dude. Damn. Just say it from the get go. You keep, you, you blue balling me, man. Don't make it, that noise after I say that word. $21 million. Oh, it lost. lost money. But it received, must have received like a cult following. Yeah, I think now it's got a little bit more of a cult. I mean, they made a sequel. They made Cone Heads too. There's another one? Pretty sure. I don't know. You might be making that up. No. You sounded confident at first, and then you kind of retracted No, I'm back. pretty confident. <laughs> Baddies, hit us up if there's a Cone Heads too. Um, this movie's rated 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. 35% on those Rot Tomatoes. Damn. 49% on Metacritic. Ooh. Wah, wah, wah. And the Google users that approve? 87%. 82%. Okay, thank yeah, you. 5% off. You're really close. Thank you for making me feel excited about that. This movie is directed by a gentleman named Steve Barron. And uh, we'll go ahead and get into the synopsis. Uh-huh. Cone-headed extraterrestrials, Beldar and Primat, find themselves in New Jersey after a recon mission for their home planet of Remulac goes awry. Stranded, they are forced to live as typical suburban humans. Beldar gets a job, and daughter Connie grows up to be a typical, if oddly shaped, teenager. The INS agents start investigating the family, and Beldar receives sinister orders from Remulac. The Coneheads must decide where their allegiances lie. Yeah. That's like some good whistling there. That was. That Thanks, was I've been key. practicing that. You that. watch a lot of X Files, my friend. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like it's one of those. Uh, I like Twilight Zone. Like one, you, of, one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes is the one with the alien in the diner. You know. What I mean? Oh, you did show me that one. It's one of my favorites. That was a good one, dude. Yeah. Um, this movie, although it freaked me out, it was witty. It was very, very clever. Funny. Dan Aykroyd is doing his best. He's a fucking genius. Yeah. yeah. Could, uh, with the uh, kudos to the writers and like how um, they would make it. He was one of the writers. Yeah, was he one of the there writers? There was four writers. Uh, it was the married team. Um, Terry, I can't remember what their first names are. Uh-huh. Um, or maybe Terry was one of their first names. But then the director, the three of them all, or excuse me, the four of them wrote this movie. Nice. Yeah, based on an SNL skit, mm-hmm. um, wrote this whole movie. Because uh, the way they articulated things, it was very clever. Because it was it was half. Uh, you know, when he's like yelling at his daughter, when mm-hmm. Dan Aykroyd is yelling at his daughter, like saying like, you're, you're grounded for one whole, uh, Zerl. Yeah. You know, I'm going to, when I get home, she's going to be grounded for one whole Zerl. It was like a nice mixture of their uh, alien speak, but human but he, speak, yeah. human mannerisms. Like they understand that that's what, what it, what it means. Right. Yeah. But they, but they're using their words. Like when she gets the tattoo, the decal on her head, mm-hmm. he's like, what have you done to your cone? Yeah. There's so many good quotes from this film. Um, like, uh, the Adam Sandler scene when he's teaching him how to be, when he's giving him his fake identity. Yes. Is the best. He's it's like, fantastic. Because even Adam Sandler's like, this guy's great. Hey, are you guys seeing this? What I love about this movie is that they're accepted. People barely oh, even question. don't even know. They're just like, oh, yeah. Where are you from? Like, they think you're France. from another country. Yeah. That's, that's a very iconic quote. Is like, France. We come from France. <laughs> like, every single time. Um, and the INS agents, when they when they pose as uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh-huh. they come uh-huh. into their home. And then he starts speaking. Uh, the INS agent starts speaking to Beldac in, in French. In French, Beldar. Yeah, Beldar in, uh, in, in French. French. 
He just comes back just at like, it with Wah. fluent French. Mm-hmm. Same with Primat. Uh, same with Primat. Yeah. Um, that, that mo- that's a really funny scene too because she like wheels out a cart of drinks and chips but gives each of them a six pack of Pepsi each yes. and then a mountain of chips. But yeah, they they all have like little little games to them. Like we know that um they speak funny. Yeah. We know that they consume heavily carbs. He- heavy carbs like ju- when they're in their trailer they had so much shit in there they had twinkies yep, twinkies a mountain of twinkies and cupcakes uh, and yeah a, cupcakes. a mountain of wonder oh, bread that sounds so good. don't do don't do it you're trying to be healthy i know man I'm, so i'm on this new diet and it's just like yeah tell us about it oh we, welcome to diet talk guys no this is, i'm uh, doing this for you don't 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 think i'm trying to make a segment out of nothing I think that we should hold you accountable to this diet while all the listeners are listening because you have been, and if I may be so bold, you may, a fat fuck lately. Mm. <laughs> You've been, we, we, we recently went to Santa Cruz for my birthday, guys, mm. and this guy in one day has like <laughs> easily eaten over 5,000 calories. Oh, dude. Uh, so, oh. You want to list out what you've eaten that day? I had a fried Smucker's Uncrustable. Oh, so good. A fried... Was it Oreos or Twinkie? Twinkie. It was a Twinkie. Uh, a churro. You did have a churro. Um, nachos. You had a Dole Whip. A uh, Dole Whip. A pineapple float. Dole Whip. Yeah. Um, you had, I think you had like a, a Hot Pockets. I had from two Hot 7-11. Pockets. Two Hot Pockets. Well, I mean, the box two come in a box. Were you breathing heavy that day, dude? No, dude. I did, but when I fell asleep that night, I cleared out that room. You did. So he, he had... He was supposed to be sharing a room with our uh, buddy, Alan Boo, who helps uh, produce this podcast. He's one of the sound producers. And Alan wanted to sleep in that room uh, with Alejandro. But Alejandro, you fucking quarantined that room. From those 5,000 calories that you consumed, you were farting up a storm. Every single time people would walk in, their eyebrows would just, they would just shed. They would, they would disintegrate. Uh, much like when the Coneheads would do gross things. Way to bring it back. Thank you. Clever. That's called a segue. Oh. Um, I thought that uh, what was really funny was when she when they do like the traditional coming to America sort of deal. Yeah. Like no, like we said, nobody questions that they're Coneheads, but they do clearly are. They're they're aliens. They're immigrants, yeah. um, and they're learning the way of America. They're learning to be their best, working hard, saving money, mm-hmm. and they're progressing. You know what I mean? You can see them go from a trailer park to an apartment to yes. a house to a bigger house to yes. a, you know, and that's that's nice to see. That like, I really like, did that like that part is like a nice part of it. They were making it. They were starting because at they're first they're doing the American dream, and yeah. you don't see that. Yeah, they're very hostile at first. They came to Earth with the purpose of conquering and enslaving yeah. humans. Mm-hmm. But then they just started adopting human culture, and it was so nice to to see them like try to fit in. I w- can we try and name all the people who are in this movie? Oh, all of the fucking cameos. All, the cameos. all right, um, so let's, let's take turns. Okay, and then the last one, uh, losers. To, yeah, okay. basically, Sinbad. Oh fuck you, uh, Eddie Griffin. Um, oh, Eddie Griffin, nice. That, that's a good one. Thank uh, you, David Spade. Adam Sandler. You got this. You got um, this. The principal from Mean Girls. What's his name? Dude, you were just saying a bunch of actors at the beginning of this episode. I know. I know. I'm drawing a blank. Wow. Usually I'm the one that sucks at this. How the tables have turned. Oh, the turntables have turned. <laughs> turntables. Um, Are you going to lose? Yeah. Go. You go. Boom. Drew Carey. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Was Ellen DeGeneres in yeah. there? Who was she? 
She had a, it's her movie debut. What was she? Just like in a movie. You don't even know. She's a taxi driver. She was a taxi driver? I don't know, man. I read it on IMDb. Oh, uh, you fucking, you made that shit no, up. No, I didn't. I read it on IMDb. All right. Um, I'd like to transition into a segment that I created on the spot. Oh, nice. Um, this is called All of My What the Fuck Moments. <laughs> Dude, okay, don't lie. While you were watching this movie, how many times did you think to yourself or say out loud, what? That is ridiculous. How many times? Uh, I don't know if I did. I really enjoyed this movie. A lot of it, I was laughing because I was like, this is just such a silly This is Dan Aykroyd being an alien. What, what, were, what were those parts? Maybe I did, and I didn't okay. even think about it. So we know that uh, Primat, Primat, mm-hmm. uh, the wife, mm-hmm. the alien wife, was pregnant. And then when her all water of breaks? a sudden, yeah, her water breaks. I remember That's, that scene from when I was a kid and saw this movie. It's, you remember a flood? Mm-hmm. A fucking flood of mm-hmm, water, mm-hmm. broken water, and like it seeps under under the door and three. It was crazy. I was freaking out. And then right after that, she gives a she gives birth, not just a regular birth, a violent birth. Like <laughs> Beldar is passing out. They're trying to revive Beldar during <laughs> he it. Passes the they, fuck multiple out. nurses are coming in and out of the room. Sinbad is in the room. It's getting splashed with water. He's getting splashed with water and this movie is rated pg this movie's in, it's out there it's gonna give me nightmares dude this is you need more than parental what guidance else? what else you need some jesus you need some jesus when she picks up the bible and is laughing on the bed <laughs> oh shit oh man I, I thought that was so what do you think what, what go ahead oh man oh yeah i'll just um dude um when their daughter connie is yep. crying on the bed she has green tears and they don't explain That's right. it. It's That's... free. And it's like a neon green. And it's such a small my... and subtle moment, but I'm still freaking out. My favorite part about that is when the mom comes over and she goes, um, I read in a magazine, you can talk to me. <laughs> she's, reading, she's reading all the Cosmopolitan like parent, magazines. Parent Help magazine. She's yeah. like... <laughs> I did like that. Um, what other what the fuck moments you got? Another what the fuck moment is when they go to sleep, it freaks me out because first of all, they sleep uh, standing up. The beds are vertical. Yeah. And they're uh, and they're cut into the mattress. Yeah, they're cut into the mattress and they fall asleep instantaneously and, and they snore, snore super loud. loud and super fast. They're like oh, shh, shh, shh. and it it's it's giving me anxiety, dude. Damn. It's I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy this, but I was definitely screaming a lot of this during th- throughout this film at like two in the morning. Um Man. another one. <laughs> I'm sorry we put you through that torture. Dude, uh <laughs> Uh, Megan McGarvey, <laughs> you've given me PTSD. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. We hope to see you at our improv show, though. Thanks, Megan. Uh, improv show, July 26th. If this, uh, this oh, is definitely coming out after. This is coming out after the improv show. But Thanks for seeing us at the improv show, guys. <laughs> Thanks for seeing it. We hope we didn't disappoint you. Um, so, how is this movie rated PG? <laughs> if. When they're having... Do you know how they have foreplay? Do you know after they put the rings on their cones? Yes, but that's why it's PG because that's not really a sex thing. Like that doesn't it's, mean anything. That's such a strong innuendo, though. For what? What does it mean? Putting a cone on your head? What does it mean? The cone is a phall- they, they have phallic skulls, dude, and it's going through a circular. Co- that's ba- that's intercourse, man. You would show that to your kid. You you would show that to Arturo. Uh, Arturo's seen this movie and loves it. Uh, he fucking loves it. And the, it's like a headband, dude. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> it's like a headband. Oh, wait, another thing I'd like to transition into. Unless uh-huh. you had something no, to no, say. No, go ahead. When Chris Farley, Chris Farley's fantastic in this, by oh, the way. Mwah, brilliant. Oh, Chris Farley. Neither of us mentioned him in the game. No, 
Oh, we forgot that. Too bad I won, biatch. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Did that hurt your feelings? No, go ahead. <laughs> um, Chris Farley. When Chris Farley, after the homecoming dance, goes home with Connie, and Connie's parents walks in on them doing whatever the fuck they were doing. This alien They're, they're doing sex. the alien sex. And do you remember what the alien sex was like? They're cross-legged, holding hands, <laughs> and they both have the rings on their head. But the funniest, the funniest <laughs> part about that is that he was drenched in sweat. He was feeling this alien sense more than the alien. He was drenched in sweat. I love, okay, Chris Farley, when he's, he's a mechanic and it opens, it, this, the scene starts with uh, Beldar and, and Connie go to pick up her friends to go shopping at the mall. Uh-huh. And he's driving with all the girls in the car singing and he hates his life. Like his face is just like, God damn it and so he takes a girl shopping he goes to pick up his car from a mechanic and it's fucking chris farley and chris farley's like sorry man your car's not ready uh-huh. he's like what do you mean he's like this is the time coordinates you gave me you said it would be ready yeah and he's like uh, i don't know what to tell you man we got busy and and then and then he leaves and then connie's like well i don't know why it's taking so long i know that you have this tool blah 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 blah, blah. and he's like well truth is i was in the back finishing a beer yeah he just did not even try to compete with it he was being so truthful <laughs> He, he, he takes was, her. He takes her on a first date to Subway. To Subway, and she devours that. They thing. order three sandwiches. Yeah, who does? That? Who goes to Subway on a date and orders three sandwiches? Who goes to Subway on a date? <laughs> Have you taken some? No, never, 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 never. never okay. Never. Ooh. Um, Chris Farley was. I love his physicality. Notch. Yeah, he has this physicality. He's doing where, the Farley thing. He, the Farley thing, where he's just like stupid. Stupid, stupid. And he's super spastic, <laughs> and he's just like he, whenever he feels that he's fucking up with uh, Connie, he's always just like, "Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I was so dumb." Oh man, I was so stupid, Connie. Like, I know you're not that type of girl, Connie. I'm so I know, stupid. I know. Yeah, so stupid. Every single word he says, he like, he like jolts his neck forward <laughs> like an <laughs> ostrich. Chris Farley, but it works. <laughs> Do you think Chris Farley says his own name? <laughs> not anymore. Chris Farley. Oh. Rest in Rest peace, peace Chris, Farley. Chris Farley. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. the INS agents, the like the ICE agents. His initial when we open and see the scene and meet him, he is proposing a border wall, or he's proposing a, a solution to the immigration problem by yeah. embedding uh, essentially dog collars on all the immigrants, mm-hmm. and then putting like an invisible line across the border so that when they cross, they just burst into flames. They just combust. Which and is I, fucked and up. And I hope Donald Trump has never seen this movie because he would see that movie and be like, "You'd get that idea." <laughs> this INS agent was <laughs> was Donald Trump. I, that's my note. Mister Seedling is Donald Trump. I said Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> Don Jr. is uh, nowhere near like this guy. Oh. Don Jr. is <laughs> a way different bag of bones. <laughs> bag of bones. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck, uh, this movie was. Them. They they are really funny. And then when the aliens. Do take them to the alien world, Remulok. They take two humans with them. They take David Spade and Mr. Seedling. Yeah. And who is the who is that guy? He's he's I, I don't know if you watch it. He's in Better Call Saul as uh, Saul Goodman's older brother. But he's other thing. He's also been like a cop or like a principal or something. I know him from like very small roles. Like uh, he was in a Friends episode. Do you remember the Friends episode where Monica is trying to sell um, this fake chocolate? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. tastes like shit. And he he was the he was her boss, like trying to spearhead that. But that's that's what I know him from. He's a good actor, though. I, I do see, like him. He's done quite a bit. Yeah. He he's um he's been around. Uh, I'll say. 
but he he played a good villain. He, he, I usually see him as a, as a villain. Yeah, in, no, in multiple things. Definitely a villain. Definitely. Uh, oh, and Phil Hartman's in this movie too, dude. Phil Hartman plays um, his boss, his alien boss. Yeah, you lost a, a another rest in peace, man. Another rest in peace, dude. A lot of well, this was just twenty six years ago, dude. Well, and Phil Hartman was murdered. That <sighs> bitch. fucking. It's really um, depressing. Uh, Michael McKean is the name of the guy we're trying to remember, Mr. Seedling. That's his name. Um, he was in the Clue movie. He was, He's in the TV show Good Omens, uh, as well as Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Um, he did an episode of SpongeBob. Oh, he did? Shit, so there's a lot of things that he was in. I, I, he does look quite a bit of voiceover work, it, it seems like. Hey, dude, that's like a whole other uh, industry that you can tap into. Do you think I could tap into that? I think I think you could do it. I've actually been told that um, one of my coworkers I was showing in an episode, he says that you have a really nice speaking voice, which I know is a big compliment for you. Yeah, because I every time I listen to this podcast, I have to just like... You're highly critical on your own voice, man. I'm highly critical on my own. Yeah, but you're a good speaker. Well, yeah, you're either a really good speaker... Or I'm or mumbling. Just, uh, you're uh, just uh, mumbling uh, and uh, like you're like drunk without being drunk. Um, You know what? Sorry, but I blame my father. You he always... Mum- he mumbles a lot. What's your excuse? We have big lips and a fat tongue. Oh, you have big lips and a fat tongue. Yeah, what are you going to do? Big lips and a fat tongue. There has to be a way to speak well with a big lips and a fat tongue. I think I'm doing it currently correctly. Uh, you're articulating too much. Um, you have anything else to say about this movie, man? There's so I do want to talk parts. about Dan Aykroyd. Let's talk about him. Do you know about Dan Aykroyd? Um, in what sense? I know that he was an SNL cast member. I know mm-hmm. that I haven't seen him in a long time, but during that time period. Well, he's selling what? That Crystal Skull vodka right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, he is a avid believer in extraterrestrials. Really? Yes. And, uh, ghosts. That's why when he wrote Ghostbusters, he put real things in there like ectoplasm and, and things like that that are actually in the ghost searching mm-hmm. world. Just like in Coneheads, um, he's really into extraterrestrials. In fact, Dan Aykroyd has been quoted and claims to have seen four aliens in his life i think it's possible man and he believes that extraterrestrials are coming to earth in order to have sex with our women and make an alien human hybrid that will thus lead us into the next level of evolution wow that's really specific i wouldn't go so far as to believe that it's crazy crazy Uh, if you guys want to hear more about what dan Aykroyd thinks about aliens um there's a podcast called lost last podcast on the left and they they do these things called side stories they do a phone interview with dan Aykroyd crazy interesting if you're into extraterrestrials crazy interesting and then to hear dan Aykroyd like also talk about f- filming like it's just fucking i'm hilarious. sure he does it in a funny way too and like and every like in in the interview every like 10 15 minutes he's like and you know what it's so pure these beliefs are so pure like crystal skull vodka it is the purest vodka you can buy <laughs> he's constantly plugging his vodka he's a smart man dude i love dan Aykroyd. shout out dan Aykroyd. i miss you man miss you Oh, I also saw Dan Aykroyd live once. Really? You yeah. did? Okay. Stand so up? I used to, nope. I used, <laughs> no. Yeah, does he do stand up? I have no clue. Um, no, I was, I used to live in Irvine and I used to live in a new neighborhood. It was called the Great Parks neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It was part of this development where they're building this huge park in, in Orange County. It's going to be bigger than Central Park and yada, yada. Anyways, they opened a amateur soccer stadium and to kick off the celebration, they had a stage and a show with the Blues Brothers. And me and my roommate <gasps> were like, oh, well, let's go see the Blues what? Brothers. And we're like, and we're sitting around and we're thinking, and I'm thinking to myself, well, but it's not the real Blues Brothers. They're like, wearing sunglasses. It's going to be the, it's Universal Studios Blues Brothers. They're actors. Um, and then, you know, the band comes out and they're doing all the stuff. And then, uh, and then they bring out the Blues Brothers. And I'm looking at the jumbo screen and I'm looking at the Blues Brothers. And I'm like, that's Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Jim Belushi. Uh, 
Yeah, it'd have, brother, it, it'd have to be the brother at, that, at this point. Yeah. Uh, I always get the name. But I was like, that's Dan Aykroyd. And that's Jim Blue. And then I look around like, is this the real Blues Brothers? You're and okay. then the people in the crowd around me start realizing, is that's this the really real him. Blues Brothers? And all of us suddenly kick the continent to another level because none of, of us course. were expecting the real no Blues Brothers. And I tell the story and people are like, Alex, those were impersonators. I'm like, no, guys. It was Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi doing the Blues Brothers. It was incredible great two hours of my life i ate sandwiches and drank beer that i brought and snuck in Ugh, miss it well how did you find out that that was that was actually them was there like a, a jumbotron squeen uh, yeah there's a jumbo there was a jumbotron and like and at no point did anybody ever say like oh like the blues brothers from blah blah, blah the past the, the impersonated you know they kept billing it and saying it as the blues brothers and, and i remember slowly- even being like i remember even being like but not like the real Blues Brothers, right? And people are like, no, 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 it's the Blues Brothers. And you're getting more and more and more excited. And, and you're like, it's the it's fucking the Blues real Brothers. Bl- we stayed the whole show. We we're like, we'll stay for a couple like songs. We'll eat our sandwiches and we'll get out of there. We stayed for the entire show, dude. Dude, I'd do the same thing. Rock. They did the best part. Um, he did that like, hey, uh, we met the women here in Irvine. They are the prettiest women ever. <laughs> and I'm like, where do you mean women in Irvine, dude? Like, this- are the women in Irvine not attractive? I mean... <laughs> Be, you don't hang out in Irvine because you, you're so close to Newport and you're so close to Laguna Beach. Like you go hang out in other places, and that's where the beautiful people are. Th- yeah, yeah. You're not hanging out in like where everybody lives and goes to school. You know. Uh huh. Hey, some people want to. Some like you know, if people want to see pretty college girls, maybe pretty college girls exist in Irvine too, dude. Not at UCI. Ooh. Ooh, that's a tackle to a large population. That you know, listeners, if you're from Irvine, I didn't say that. You can get at Alex. Yeah, I'm at Christian has asthma on Instagram. Fuck you, dude. No, hey. <laughs> so, so coneheads. All women are beautiful. I can use that. You always use that on me. Don't make that face. Don't make that face. Did you think Connie was beautiful? Yeah, dude. I had the weirdest crush on her. Really? Yeah, I thought she was. She was good looking, man. Uh, I read that the only reason why they had a montage of Connie growing up was because Dan Aykroyd brought his daughter onto set and she wanted yeah. her own cone. Yeah, she wanted her own cone. She wanted cone. her own cone and he was like, all right, well, let's put it in the film. Yeah, I'm making this film like we're gonna do it. That's adorable. Yeah, I had a weird crush on her. Yeah, she was yeah, really pretty. Crush. She was really pretty. Not that I'm like down for the cone, but once again, all women are beautiful. Coneheads, known heads. It's all about... <laughs> hey, if Chris Farley was attracted to her, what, what makes it so that we can't be? That's fair. Right? Um... I, I, speaking of which, they have weird bodies though. We saw because Dan Aykroyd. You see his like butt He has like, his, I don't know what they were. They were like butt horns and he has no butt. There's no line separating his Yeah, cheeks. he has no butt crack. So does that mean he has, does he have a phallic? There's thing? something, they were looking down there and they were kind of freaking out at it. And I, I have no clue what it was. There was just, that's another what the fuck moment, dude. What does he have? What Because they definitely reproduce. Yeah, somehow, somehow, and they uh, get pregnant, almost similarly in the way that humans get pregnant. Uh, I don't know. This 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 movie was really fun. I really liked it that they're oh they were going crazy over gum, but instead of gum, what was it, Alex? Condoms. They were chewing on condoms. If I ever catch you chewing on a condom, <laughs> uh, I am. If you catch me chewing on a condom, I have had a stroke and don't know what's going on. <laughs> or you're you just to, blackout you need drunk. To call dude. a doctor. Um, one of my favorite lines is when Beldar pulls Chris Farley aside and he goes, uh, may I have 55 words with you? I so exact. He's like, yeah, okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he has exactly 55, 55 words, words with him. 
If it's scripted, yeah, they could easily count the words and just say that. Um, there are a lot of terms in this movie that they like repeated, and they it's like they've really formed an, a Remu Remulac ma- language. Yeah, like instead of saying "damn," do you remember what they would say? They would say "mebs." Mebs. <laughs> mebs. Yeah. Mebs. Mebs. Uh, I think a year or their version of a year was Zerl. Like yep. I said before. And so seven Zerls. Yeah. Those those rings that they would put on each other's heads. Senso rings. Senso rings. I like when he's like, "Where did you get those?" And she's like, "Under your bed." <laughs> oh, see, how is this PG? These or when or, Okay, so when when Premat thinks, uh, and we're going a little long here, but it's okay. When uh, when Premat thinks that he she, he's uh, cheating on her, mm-hmm. and she's talking to the 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 neighbor at the store, and she's like, "Oh, all men are pigs." And Premat's like, yes. "Ah, pigs." An omnivorous domesticated clove-hooved vertebrae that defecates <laughs> in the same place that it consumes. That's why it's so it's so funny. It's um, they were really smart about. it. I love it. when they break everything down to like Beldar says, like uh, take my car. It's reinforced alloy superstructure is far superior to your broken down, rusted out shit box. Shit. <laughs> See, they say shit in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so funny, dude. Um, this this movie w- w- was great. It uh, although it freaked me out, I was laughing a bunch. I think it's a uh, it's a good watch seeing them adopt uh, American culture um, mm-hmm. while being French. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, we we streamed this for you guys if you guys want to watch this. Yeah, it's free for streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, if you got Amazon Prime, check it out. Um, it's it's on TV every once in a while. You'll catch you know, it. This is a pretty uh, common movie. Do you have a best person on set award, Christian? My best person on set award is gonna go to Chris Farley. Is that who's gonna go for? Team? I was gonna go Phil Hartman. It sounds like we're going. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like we're going for you know the the Lost Souls. Yeah, not the top build actors. No, yeah, no, the no. Lost Souls. Rest the lost in peace. Because Phil Hartman isn't in it all that much, but even he has a couple funny lines. He does. He um, does. When they come back to to the planet, um, which was a crazy scene. Like there was a whole. Uh, it was like a, they were ran by a monarchy. Yeah. And they the high were, master. The high master is like, high master. Um, I, I'll write this down. Is it written? <laughs> is it written? Yeah. Oh, I like the little bit, like when they're, uh, since he was getting punished for <laughs> making his teeth uh, not oh, sharp uh-huh, anymore, uh-huh. Uh, they they take Dan Aykroyd and they throw him in this like uh, the pit, pit with this uh, Garthok or whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah, yeah. it is, with this beast. That like was, the monster that Luke Skywalker fights in Return of the Jedi. Pretty, pretty much. much, just the parody Almost of that. Exactly, yeah. And I like how they were uh, the the prisoners that were being thrown in there. They were like fighting over the order, <laughs> and they die. Oh no! So, but they also die immediately. The first guy was the principal from Mean Girls. Did oh, you recognize him? Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. That's the name, dude. I could have no, that Meadows, was, that was him. Tim Meadows dies immediately. immediately. Then the next guy looked at me and he goes, "I think I know the weakness." Runs out decapitated immediately his head is thrown and they're like all right you're next and he's like no no beldar's next he's, he's next in order he's like no no you're next you're he's next like, he's like no no you are first he goes wow you weren't so eager to go first in the court line yeah in the court line and so the other guy goes first dies immediately but then um beldar golfs his way out of it dude he does oh he's a great golfer did you think bowling was going to come back into it in the beginning they see bowling and i thought bowling was going to come back oh they were freaking out because these cone-shaped uh pins oh were is getting, that what it that's is that's what it was that's they were there were so many subtle oh. jokes do you remember when uh when pirat the wife was um in the grocery store and she starts screaming because she sees this uh basket of eggplants, eggplants. and she yeah. must have thought they were just ah. a bunch of heads she, I, oh i thought I thought she was thinking they were like severed dicks. No, yo, you're thinking way too deep. In, you have a dirty I mind, got a problem. dude. You cover your mouth. Arturo is listening. Eggplants, eggplants and dicks is a common thing to get confused now in today's generation. Yeah, emoji. But, but in '93, eggplants and dicks. No, furthest thing you could think of. There's no eggplant squirt squirt emoji. 
Uh, don't make that face. That, that you said gross. disgusting things before. Uh, before, not now that before. I've seen and met Jesus. <laughs> oh my gosh, get away from me! <laughs> Did you think it was funny when she was laughing at the Bible? Real quick, she finds a Gideon's Bible at the, See, at the motel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny. What, just uh, like, uh, what, what do you think she's reading? Which part? I have no clue. It could be anything. Anything. Well, you know, you know, what my favorite part of the Bible is. Yeah, it's the, it's the one where the, all the guys are asking Jesus, like Jesus, what do we do if we can't stop looking at women? And Jesus is like, cut your fucking eyes out. <laughs> Does he say that? I haven't read the Bible. Yeah, Jesus says it just like that. He says, cut your fucking eyes out. I'll have to, <laughs> in all caps. Yeah, no, pretty much three the, exclamation pretty points. Much the guys are like, well, like, if women dress like slutty, what do we do? And Jesus is like, don't look at them. Uh-huh. And then like, no, no, but like, what do we do, Jesus, if we can't stop looking at him? And Jesus is like, then cut your eyes out. Oh my God. Jesus ain't around for the slut shaming, homie. Damn, I thought you. Jesus ain't here for that. You think that would be like filtered out by now, like in like oh the Bible's great, dude. Bible's a crazy story. I gotta I gotta read it, but uh, yeah, we'll do another it. podcast called uh, "It Can't Be Bible That Bad." That's poor English. We're not coming <laughs> out with that episode, guys. But um, on that note. Um, folks, thank you so much for your endless support. Yeah, keep shouting out movies. We have a couple requests. We're gonna get to them as as quick as we can. We have, you know, a couple movies that we we want to get to, of course. Um, yeah. But you know, DM us, message us, let us know what your uh, guilty pleasure movie is. Yeah, and if we end up defending that movie, we'll give you a, a shout thousand out. shout outs. Yeah, a thousand. Okay, right, here we go. Shout out, shout, out Megan Megan McCarvey. Shout, McCarvey. shout out to Megan McCarvey. Shout out to Megan McCarvey. Shout out to Megan McCarvey. Hey everybody, real quick we want to give a shout out to a couple people. Yep, a huge shout out to John Boo and Alan Boo for the great sound production. A uh, shout out to uh, Greg Reasoner for helping us out with our cover art and title work. And a shout out to you guys for your endless support. That's right. Thank you very much. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify, anywhere you hear us. We'll see you next time. It can't be that bad. <laughs>